That was the only song that had the name America in the chorus that I actually liked when I was going through all of them. What about America? Fuck yeah. I thought about doing that one, but it says the F word so many times. It so does. It's like, like, it's a little bit over the top, even for this show. And that's hard to do <laughs> yeah. sometimes. We have our standards. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Dial Lace Your Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me today is my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. And the man who gets more ass than the busiest trail at the Grand Canyon, Drew Alderson. <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing the Winter Soldier clicks, and we that'll be our main topic. We'll be breaking down the dials and kind of talking about our, our thoughts on them and, uh, and on the set overall. <clears throat> Covering the news. There hasn't been a whole lot of news this week to talk about, though. And then discussing a comic that Drew and I discovered today and kind of going over our experience that we just had today at the Indie Comic Con. Um, first, let's get into news. The first item is pretty qu- going to be pretty quick. Um, basically, WizKids made an official announcement saying that venues can now sell their Fear Itself product uh, on the shelves and not have to hold it specifically for OP kits anymore, or for uh, OP events anymore. So, not that big a news, but they... They thought it was important enough to put on their website, so we felt it was important enough it to at least happy note it. They at least officially announced it, yeah. instead of letting it just kind of trail off and stop reporting. It, it makes sense because the event's over and they're not. Gonna be it, it actually makes me happy about War of Light because that also means the same is going to happen to War of Light if anything's left over. There's yeah. not going to be anything left. Over. I figure. Yeah, probably not as much as Fear itself. Considering at least. what they're talking about with month five and six being. That's true. Um, Winter Soldier. Starter set and hobby store clicks came out this week. Mass markets, the dials have been spoiled, and we'll talk about them today, but I, so far, at least here locally, nobody's had any success finding them. I doubt they'll come out in most targets until the movie uh, launches, which is what they've done for Thor and Iron Man here recently. Um, 2014 rulebook and 2014 PAC uh, have either come out or are close to coming out at this point. That will be our main topic next week, and we'll cover the changes and the important things. What's up? I was going to say on that note, WizKids did officially announce there was a screw-up with the starter sets. Um, If you're planning on buying a starter set of uh, Winter Soldier solely for the PAC, pretty much, um, you will not get a PAC in there. They're working on some sort of system to redistribute them. Um, it's such a bad screw up. Like, yeah, it's terrible. That is like we're gonna fire our printers over this kind of screw up. I'll be doing a um, video review for the starter set of Winter Soldier. We won't cover it today, um, so you you can subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want. If you're interested in the starter set and my thoughts on each piece and and the value of it for the price. Um, other than that, we just got one or two spoilers uh, this week. First off is a Yu-Gi-Oh! Clicks Kinetic Soldier. And he's pretty cool. He's a common, and he's 64 points. And he's pretty solid, especially for Yu-Gi-Oh! only. But honestly, this is a pretty decent click for, yeah. for, for main, just Silver Age games. Uh, he has a trait when he targets a character that can use blades or charge. Charge is a pretty popular power these days. With an attack, modify his attack and damage, plus one. That's pretty nice. Oh, yeah. He also has soldier keyword and future keyword, which isn't something we would have cared about before Slosh came out, but in Slosh, everybody has the future hey, keyword. Hunter. He has multi-bolt. If he targets two different characters that both have charge? Uh, no, it says a character. It would say for each character that 
can use blaze or charge. You know what yeah, I mean? Just, yeah, I was just so wondering. it'll only trigger once. Um, he has running shot, energy explosion, and two bolts with a three damage, so that's pretty good for a 64-point piece. And he has that for two clicks. His damage drops a little bit. And then for his last three clicks, he gets RCE on top of that or, or energy explosion, so he has options. Yeah, and then he picks up you a couple clicks. You know what's funny about this piece? We wouldn't even be covering it unless Yu-Gi-Oh! came out on time. <laughs> I, he's a great piece. I, I think he'll be yeah, great. He's great. He'll be great yeah, for yeah. sealed uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. If your if your venue does that, which we actually probably will be doing at ours, so hopefully I can pull. You one know when it comes boys. out next year. Yeah, I like the fact that he's got Future and Soldier, just because you can build some pretty sweet teams off of that. And then Nightcrawler from Oh my God, Days of Future Past. He is an uncommon from the uh, CTD Days of Future Past, which is coming out actually really soon here. Um, this guy's pretty cool. I like him because he's better than the Wolverine and the X-Men Nightcrawlers we got that were just mediocre, um, but not quite as good as GSX Nightcrawler, not quite where you feel bad when you play him. Yeah. He's like the perfect level of, of really good, but not broken. Um, He's stupid. <laughs> 80 points, traded energy shield and reflexes. It's not like starter cap where you have to choose. You get both of them 24-7. And then he has a 17 or a 16, his whole dial, and he has a 17 um, on top click. He also has, a, a, going along with the reflexes and energy shield, he's even harder to hit because of his special damage power, which he has for most of his dial. Once per attack, if Nightcrawler is attacked, he can use prob control. This power can't be countered or ignored. That's pretty damn nice. Yeah. I mean, you're getting probed even when you're getting pulse waved. You're getting a prob on top of that. And uh, I just think that in combination with his reflex and energy shield is nice. Other than that, he doesn't have any reducers, any super senses, or shape change or anything. But he's just going to have solid values. And especially if you can throw a perplex on him and just yeah. throw him up to a 20 with an <laughs> unstoppable prob, he's going to be really nice. Well, it kind of sucks because if you pop him for 4, 5, 6, he lands on flurry and either flurry blades or flurry precision strike, which both are amazing combos. He's got a special movement power for his first three clicks. He can use phasing. When he does, he can use carry. And if he moves six squares or less, after actions resolve, he can make a close combat attack as a free action. And he doesn't lose anything from not getting to do a close combat action because he doesn't have any on those clicks. He has precision strike, which will trigger with just a regular attack. So he can pop through a wall, hit somebody for two... Or at least one with precision strike, and then be a nineteen with a prob on top of that. Whenever you try to hit him back, so. drop some sort of Wonder Woman that can charge after carrying, and all of a sudden you have two attacks right out the gate. He doesn't have um, willpower starting off, and he doesn't have Indomitable, but he does get it for his last four clicks. So overall, he's a he's a really good uh, piece for the points. Don't think he's meta level or anything, but I do yeah. think he'll be a good um, like a, a weekly clicks. You know clicks to use in a good addition he's to gonna be everywhere teams. he's annoying everybody loves nightcrawler too and like uh, yeah you know i think we all want another nightcrawler we were all nope. excited for wolverine the x-men and then the the two that we got just were just mediocre at best i thought at least there yeah they were okay <clears throat> um as far as what we played wednesday we had our utility belt oh god tourney um, Drew and I went, it was 300 points, it was for the con-exclusive pieces for the belt, and um, you had to build a 300-point modern-age team of DC clicks only, 
and the only resource allowed was utility belt. And there were certain keywords that any figure you used had to have, and they were all Batman-themed. It was like Gotham City, Police, Detective, Martial uh, Artist, and... Batman, Batman, Inc. Batman Family, Inc. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, I ran <clears throat> um, the new Grundy. Because I wanted to try him out, and I felt like he was a strong candidate. For these restrictions, he was a strong piece. Um, the main set one, not the Fast Forces. And then to give him... His his weakness is he has really low movement. He has like like a 7 at best, like his whole entire dial. So I gave him... I used the um, the uh, Lieutenant Gordon from Dark Knight Rises, one of my favorite pieces, and uh, used him to give Grundy extra movements to help me get that initial alpha strike. And then I used the um, GCPD cycle with the ATA on him and Gordon. And that's because on the belt now, you can't prep time anymore. Mm -hmm. And for an alpha strike, I want to be on pluses. So what I would do was put the belt on Grundy, choose out wit, and then put this. I could only put, I only had two points to spend on my belt. So I put the stealth suit, the cowl in one, and just one item in the other. Usually kryptonite or uh, night vision goggles. And that way, a stealthed Grundy was so incredibly stupid. Especially when I would get map and pick a heavy hindering map because I heal plus some stealth. It was it was too much. That's what I was thinking about when I was build. I was trying to build a team. I thought exactly that along that line. Grundy's Grundy with stealth would be stupid. And the from having the cycle and the ATA, my team can move up for free, and Grundy can get carried by the cycle, and therefore not have to turn off of his plus ones because on the belt you start off on plus ones uh, just naturally on your first click so that way I got to get the alpha strike while I was at least on plus ones and with a heavy object he's hitting for seven so and I have an outwit so every team I would pick the problem piece and it was pretty simple it was pretty point and shoot to start off with and then once I got the alpha strike I would just kind of slowly whittle him down from there and the, another good thing about Grundy getting Alpha Strike is he gets another token on his come back to life thing. Uh, there were two pieces I was worried about running into. One was um, the Bruce Wayne Prime, who is stupid good for his points, but also sees through stealth. That was the main reason I didn't want to deal with him. And he himself has outwit. The other piece I was worried about was uh, the Batman Chase Superman one. And that ended up getting second place, a team that had that piece on it. First round, I faced Drew, who did have Bruce Wayne Prime, so I went after him first. I had already looked at the dial because, I was, like I said, I was worried about him. So I was like, well, if I face one, how hard do I need to hit him? What values am I going to need to hit? Do I need to line up a theme team prob, or should I be able to hit him? So I killed that Bruce Wayne Prime in one hit and then um, cleared the rest of the team. All my mat- I, I won all my matches. The second one was really close and tough. It was against uh, Paul who had the Teen Titans Flash and the Con Martian Manhunter. And Flash had Sudasaros and full belt to give him willpower. And um, I could... I missed my Alpha Strike. I only needed a four. I missed it. I theme team probed it. I hit it. He theme team probed it. And I missed it. So I missed my Alpha and from there I was kind of way out of position and I didn't really know what to do. So I ended up sacrificing Lieutenant Gordon to give myself some extra time. And long story short, towards the end of the game, I had to—I had a full health Grundy, and I had both—I uh, had a flash on his last clicks. 
but he still has hypersonic and high movement, and Grundy, like we said, has like a seven movement at highest. So what I ended up doing eventually was clicking, purposely pushing myself onto my sidestep clicks and then just sidestepping around, slowly chasing them down and cornering. He split the two up because Martian has phasing, Flash has hypersonic. He split the two up in opposite directions, and I just would go after one, corner him down, and then eventually, then when I'm ready, I sidestep into hindering, heal myself onto my charge, and then charge after him, and got the kill right when the... Uh, right when the timer went off, but that round could have went either way because we both missed a lot of begin rolls at the beginning. And then uh, third round, I played against Shiva, who uh, I had faced first round because Drew was playing it, and I, I one shot her, and then just had to deal with that two hundred point Arkham Origins Deathstroke who lives forever. He had like ten clicks or something. I had to look up his. You want to talk, Mister Grundy? But he, well, yeah, Grundy doesn't die either. But I mean, that Deathstroke has quite a few, like, way more clicks than I thought. And he's, he gets free regen too. And he had a first aid kit on his belt. So it took me a long time to kill him, but I finally killed him. I ended up getting first place. And like I said, a team with the, uh, that Batman I was worried about facing the Kryptonian one, uh, ended up getting uh, second place. But Drew, what were you running altogether? I can't remember what your whole entire team was. It was, um,. Brucey Prime, I know that. Bruce Prime, Shiva, um, Arkham Origin, Shiva, No Man's Land, Batgirl with the belt, and Harvey Bullock. Um, it was okay. I went on three though because I didn't have any good luck at all. It was pretty much <laughs> completely just depressing night. I was a little worried about facing that No Man's Land's back, No Man's Land Batgirl because she can tie up like a boss though. If she like if you can get her going at the right time, especially with belt, she could. She gets that. She has plasticity, free in cap. She has plasticity, flurry, um, and charge, and she gets a free in cap. Yeah, and, that she can uh, use as a free action. So she can really keep you tied down, especially if she's on pluses from the belt and gets you know special stuff from that like outwit. Really or good belt or target if you ever. She's a good solid piece for her points, actually. She's she's, she's a highly recommended uh, figure. Yeah, she's great. Today we didn't actually play clicks because we were at Indie Comic Con, and uh, Drew and I will oh, we'll talk about that a little later when we do the comic section. Jesus. Um, let's get into the main topic. If we sound a little tired today, it's just... We are we're extremely tired. Um, <laughs> I feel bright and happy. I don't know about you guys. That's because you didn't do anything. Austin right. pushed out on us and didn't go to Comic Con with us, so he's all cheery. No, I didn't go to Lion Con with you guys, you mean? But uh, Drew and I are wore out. But let's go through the cap dials. We're going to start at the hobby store. And um, I got to say, just as a preamble, this set turned out way better than I thought it would. It's fucking amazing. And um, we'll go through these one at a time and and kind of go around the table and say whether we like it or not. Um, Captain America, if you want to follow along with this, I will link this uh, thread on the podcast details on podbean.com and (laughs) on YouTube. If you guys want to copy the link and follow along with us, it's on HC Realms. But uh, Captain America 001, and there he has the alter ego colors. So there's there is a uh, Steve Rogers alter ego in this set that can turn into this cap, which is cool. This cap starts off on stealth and a special attack power where he when he makes a ranged attack and hits. After actions resolve, he can make a second ranged attack with locked damage of two as a free action, and draw line of fire and count, uh, draw lines of fire and count range from the hit character square. So, so it's like a mini electro. So you're bouncing the shield off of people. 
Yeah, but see, the good thing is he's uh, locking... Drawing lines of fire and counting range from that square, too. Well, that's what Electro does as well. Well, Electro occupies the square, though. So Right, that's yeah. true, yeah. But um, the uh, un- a good thing is that the damage is locked at two. So no matter how many times it repeats, it's not going to keep dropping like Electro's well, does. Well, he only makes a second attack. He doesn't keep repeating. Oh, yeah, they did put the word second in there. Um, trait is pretty good, too, if he's part... And you'll notice that a lot of these traits in the set play around the idea of theme teams. Which I think is really... I like the thematicness of I, I like it a lot, too. And I think it they kind of did it to push the whole we just made new theme team rules with this set when it came out, too. Um, <laughs> espionage, fight on our terms. If Cap is a part of a theme team, opponents do not modify the result of the roll to establish first player. So they get no pluses when they roll if they play Which a theme team. Which is ridiculous. Which is awesome. Uh, he, this guy's he's 125 points he does have the Avengers Initiative uh, and Shield teammate TAs both which is really good Avengers Initiative is one of the better ones in the game so with that he ignores hindering on movement and line of fire six in addition to that he ignores uh, characters on movement from his own ability uh, the dial is pretty it's got the stealth and the ranged and then it turns kind of into a couple melee clicks, two clicks of charge or sidestep, super strength and CCE, and then another three clicks towards the end that are ranged with either R- with either uh, running shot or RCE. So he always has options, either move oh, and attack. The attack ability works with RCE, yeah, because it's just a ranged Yeah, it's attack. just an attack. So he could blast somebody for four and then hit another person for two with a attack of ten. That's kind of cool. Um, Th- this, is a, this is a pretty good cap dial. I feel that his attack ability is really good for Cap because, you know... It's thematic while still good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you can hit them and then you can hit their support in the back. And you can or you could double pop two characters in stealth because he's got initiative. Yeah. By the way, they're passing that around like candy, this set, and it's just so good. It's a movie set, though. They yeah, they, all the movie know, sets. they push it a lot on the movie sets. Uh, I'm just saying that that team ability is... Nuts. Yep. Uh, Avengers movie set had just a crap ton of it. It's and, uh, way better than Superman. Zero uh, zero two shield soldier is the first of a, a few shield minions, and they're all pretty solid. All to be yeah, honest, they're pretty good. This guy's forty five points. Shield team ability five range one bolt. Keyword shield and soldier. He has side top click. He has sidestep, a ten attack in cap, uh, toughness, and a special damage power with two damage. It's a minion power. You give him a power action when a friendly character with shield keyword and higher point value is within eight and choose one, empower or enhancement. Soldier can use the chosen power this turn. So, as you know, shield team ability already kind of has a, a worse version of enhancement because now you this guy lets you do a better version of that. You can A, you can get empower. Or B, you can get regular enhancement. And regular enhancement is better than shield enhancement because when you do shield enhancement, the character has to be next to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, you could activate this, then have somebody running shot from behind you up to you and shoot and then get the enhancement. Whereas you can't do that with the shield team ability. The Even way that if you do choose to use the shield team ability with this guy, he has very good clicks of sidestep. And, mm-hmm. and then uh, he also you got to think, another bonus of Enhancement over Shield is that you can, you can do multi... No. Shield team ability doesn't say it uses Enhancement. It says you modify the... Yeah, but they're both power actions. 
He can't. Oh, it's a power. Yeah, he has the option to choose one. Okay. Yeah, he has the pop of power. I was like, hold on. I was like, I thought you both. Another thing is that the shield team ability can only do one character per turn, and enhancement can affect as many people as are adjacent to him. So, um, I like the guy. He's not amazing, but he's solid for his clicks. He only has four clicks, but he picks up two of charge in the middle, one of sidestep, and uh, his last two clicks he has in power on top of that. So he's pretty. He's. It'd be nice to have one or two in your collection just for um, soldier or shield filler team. You know, filler for teams. Yep. And uh, it's going to be easy to get that minion power. He's only forty-five points. There's tons of shield pieces that are more than that. Uh, Black Widow is zero zero three, and I think oh, this is this, this is the best Black Widow I think they've ever made. This is this is possibly the biggest trait they've ever printed. I, the thirty five point Black Widow is also extremely good for her points, but yeah. this one is right up there for me. She's one hundred and fourteen. She only has three range, one bolt, but she has Avengers Initiative and Shield. And then keyword-wise, Avengers, Shield, Soldier, Spy, Strike, Strike Team, which is a new team ability that's on this uh, in this set, and there's a couple of them with it. She has a really awesome trait. Double Agent. When she's part of a theme team and she uses prop control, basically theme team prop control, you may reduce the number of times your opponent can use theme props instead of you. And when she uses prop control as a result of being... Uh, and I'm just going to simplify these terms because it's extremely wordy. When, when she uses theme prob, you can reduce the number of theme probs your opponent has instead of yours. When she uses theme probs, she is not given an action token. That is sick. That's so. That's so damn sick. That's so nuts. It's just a better prob that steals away from your opponent's theme prob. It's such a dick move. I love it. <laughs> And then uh, she has a really cool special. You would love it. She, I do love it. She has a special movement ability of outwit, running shot, stealth. Um, she has precision strike for three clicks and shape change and uh, reflexes. She's also in Dom. Then her last three clicks, she has sidestep and a special attack power called Widow Sting. It's end cap, and when she does, after actions resolve, hit characters are also dealt one penetrating. So it's similar to Wasps, except not quite as good because Wasp has two range and good uh, two bolts and, two, and good range. Um, but she has the option of going for damage as well, since she has CCE and sidestep, which is a good combo. I like the piece a lot. Shape change honestly. combo reflexes top dial. Yeah, you're going to be playing her with other shield pieces usually, what, which gives her the extra range she needs. Those top clicks, the 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 first three clicks, is what makes her so great. The the trait. Where you're stealing theme probs, the stealth outwit is also extremely good, and then the precision strike plus being super hard to hit. I have 17. I'm stealth. You have to come hit me. Oh wait, I have 17 plus reflexes, and I have shape change. Yep. Um, I really like that. I think she's a, uh, she's also got two of the best team ability or two. I shouldn't say two of the best, but one of them's the best. Shield's still really damn good. Shield's good too. To uh, wild card. Yeah, shield is one of the best. Yeah, plus one range is really good. Oh, yeah. Um, zero, zero, 004 Batroc is pretty cool. He's 85 points. Martial artist, pirate, another new keyword. I love the fact we got a pirate keyword. <laughs> and soldier. Uh, he has a trait, leap, climb, and sidestep, which, which is just awesome. a note, you can't use those together. Yeah, but still awesome. Um, and then he has a special movement ability of charge and flurry. When is that not useful? He has charge flurry... Then he has in-captain attack, 17 reflexes, and 3 exploits. So you got the option of either charge flurry 
or charge in-cap or charge exploit, whatever you need. He alternates between that style of click and a style of click that instead has plasticity, in-cap, and shape, super senses and shape change, which is like my favorite combination You're of the game. God, good luck hitting that. I love shape change and super senses GSP together. ain't getting hit. Not to mention plasticity on top of it. So, the dial's pretty solid. Um, he's not amazing. There's better martial art. I think there's better martial artists and soldier pieces for the points. I think he's strictly a tie-up piece, though. Like, but If you really look at that dial, that screams tie-up. He's game. a tie-up yeah. piece that can do damage. He's not horrible, but he's not. It, the rest of this set outshines him, I think. Well, yeah. I, eh, I'm sorry, but the combination of, like, in-cat... Like, that second click is completely and totally nasty. For 85 points... I'm going to tie you up. You're not going to go anywhere. I'm going to in-cap you so you already have a token... And you have to get through my shape change and super senses? Yeah. He's a fucking prick. If he had another <laughs> keyword or two, I think I would love him more. I think that's really what... No, martial arts, pirate, and soldiers all in need. Three generics. No one would ask for your... Pirate, name. meta, 2014. No, that's uh, Oh, yeah. This next guy... This next guy might be my favorite of the He's so stupid. 005 shield agent. Uh, only 36 points. Shield team ability, 5 range, 1 bolt. Shield, Soldier, and Spy keywords. This is why this guy's stupid nuts. Stealth and a special defense power. Oh my god. When a friendly character with the shield keyword and a higher point value is within eight squares, that character can use Mastermind, but only to deal damage to friendly characters with the name Shield Agent. So you're giving any... Fifteen teams just popped up in my head. Any shield piece more than 36 points, you're giving it Mastermind. There, Just off the top of my head, there are two meta-level pieces with shield team ability that are low points but higher than 36 and are extremely squishy pieces that would die to have a guy to Mastermind to, and that being Chaos War Hawkeye and Brother Voodoo, both of which would love to have Mastermind are pieces that are just wreaking havoc on your opponent, and your opponent's only hope is to hit them really hard and really fast. But this and guy... this guy just lets you mastermind right onto them. And he's got shield, so he's giving them plus one range and uh, enhancing or empowering, because he has empower, by the way, on top of that. And then his last two clicks, he gets enhancement, so he could double buff. He could give you regular enhancement and then shield team ability like Major Glenn Talbot in this bitch. I like this guy quite a bit, and uh, I want three or four of them. There's not much to say about him. He's obviously extremely good. <laughs> uh, 006 Falcon is 105 points, 6 range, 2 bolts, and soldier and spy keywords. And it's sad to see that that Falcon doesn't have Avengers keyword. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess for the storyline, maybe he doesn't. But still, we need a new Falcon. Like, we need a new Avengers keyword Falcon. Uh, trait uh, Falcon's attack value is not modified by movement attack. That's always nice. a good thing. He has mo- and he has a good movement uh, top click. He has an eleven movement, ten attack, and uh, three damage. Then he has an energy explosion with the two bolts and running shot. So you have the option of running shot, energy explosion, or the movement attack without the negative. He has a defense power of energy shield toughness with a seventeen, so a nineteen from range, and then. Excuse me, and then a special damage power, which is actually very useful. Give Falcon a free action and choose one. Empower, Enhancement, or Sidestep. Falcon and friendly characters (laughs) named Captain America adjacent when this action begins can use the chosen power until your next turn. 
So you can give him and a cap sidestep or enhancement or whatever. But I feel like I feel like sidestep on a free action, like where you get a choice, is so great. I just love it in general. On top of your regular moving attack. Yep. Like, it gets so nasty. And depending on what cap you're bringing with you, like, smoky foot cap and then pick an enhancement where they each have enhancement is going to be nuts. <laughs> get pretty good cap. Uh, <laughs> I, I like them. I, the dial, I don't know if it's quite worth 105. Yeah, it's not. Because the values dip down quite a bit, mid and late dial. And the like, to me, if he had end um, I think it'd make him worth 105. Yeah, he has... He has good uh, last two clicks with Charge, Quake, Willpower, and his special damage power again. But I don't know if he's quite worth 105. I think it's trying to signify something that might happen in the movie. But we'll see. Yeah. I think about 90 points or 85 points that I'd be in love. I would like really, really like him. Especially with Avengers keyword. 007 Shield Commander is pretty cool. He's 6 range, double bolt, which is good for a minion. 65 points. And shield and soldier keywords. He has running shot and energy explosion, again with the two bolts. Uh, toughness and leadership. And then after his top click, he gets a special damage power with all that. When adjacent to a friendly character with shield keyword, he can use empower and enhancement. There's a lot of empower and enhancement in this set. A ton. And Which shield teams love. Yeah, and this guy, with this guy, you have a guy, somebody who's bringing the support, he's bringing leadership, empower, enhancement. Shield team ability, but he also can attack in his own right with running shot, energy explosion, six range, two bolt. Now this guy can stack enhancement with shield because it's not a power action to choose one. Correct. I, I like him. I, For I think, sixty-five points to plus two damage, plus one range. Yeah, somebody? I'd like. I'd like to have one to try out on a shield team or a soldier team. Either one. It's kind of funny because with all these minions, these would be a fun. These would be fun pieces to build just a pure minion only team, kind of with just like a couple commanders. Yeah, kind of like police teams. Like yeah. That. yeah. Um, Winter Soldier is really cool, and he's a good update of the old school Winter Soldier. Eight range, one bolt, 100 points with Assassin, Past, Soldier, and Spy. And let's talk about his trait first. It's Sniper's Nest. This is really long, so bear with me. Once per game, give him a power action. Place three Sniper Nest terrain markers on the map and place him in one of those squares. When he occupies one of these squares, he can use RCE. Lines of fire can't be drawn to him. Oh my god. And he may not be given actions except power actions to use ranged combat expert. <laughs> oh darn. Once per turn, you may place Winter Soldier in the square of a different one of these sniper nest mon- markers. When an opposing character becomes adjacent to one of these markers, roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled. On a 1 or 2... Place him in the square of a different sniper nest. On a three to six, remove the sniper nest. And if he occupies that square, place him in another of the sniper nests. <laughs> so basically, until you get rid of all the sniper nests, you can't. He is, that is nuts. It's a lot of people have been talking about like the potential of this piece. Period with like a power plan or something. I yeah exactly. He's I, nuts. I think he he has potential to be meta worthy. He does have soldier keyword, and that that grants him. A little leeway in my book. Especially with the new rule. The fucking damage power, though, Hunter. Yeah, and so he has that special trait where lines of fire cannot be drawn to him. He gets to hop around for free and use RCE with an 11 attack, 3 damage already. 
plus whatever he gets from. <laughs> but it gets power better, brother. Then he has a damage ability. At the beginning of your turn, roll a d6. On a five or six, remove an action token from Winter Soldier. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so yeah, this guy's power plant potential just shot up once again. Okay, so yeah. let's get this straight. You're going to be zooming around the map. If they come on you, you roll a one or a two. You put a bit of nest. A different nest. Yeah, on a, on a one or two, I pop somewhere else. On a three to six, I pop somewhere else, but oh, you no, destroy a nest. Yeah, on three no, to six. No, if he rolls a one or two, they don't destroy the nest, and they yeah. have to go get him in another I nest. couldn't remember which side of it was. It's so yes. nuts. I but like him quite a bit. He's got Indom, too, so that means... You got like a fucking <laughs> pretty much forty percent chance. I'm stacking rings on my ass. God, can you imagine just like and uh, uh, he's gonna be? You got to think the way he plays, especially on a good map. He's gonna stay top click like all game long, and then after he finally gets hit off of his stealth eleven attack, sixteen tough, and three damage, uh, special with a special power. Um, and you know what else, real quick, before I talk about the rest of the doubt, is awesome about that? The lines of fire not being able to be drawn to him and all that stuff, is th- the way it's worded. When an opposing character becomes adjacent to one of these markers, that, you can't even charge him. Yeah. You can't even TK somebody up to yeah. him and then hit him. You can't, here's the one thing that's kind of cool though. If you move yourself adjacent to one of the markers he's not in, you can force him to swap them. Because it just says becomes adjacent to one of the markers. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. What's stupid is you might be thinking, well, maybe, you know, uh, ignore hindering. It's not a hindering marker. It's a special terrain marker. And he says, it's flat out, just says the lines of fire can't be drawn. Yeah. It's not stealth or anything like that. Yeah. So, the only thing that's going to get to him is pulse wave. That's it. Um, And, yeah, stealth busting is not going to help you because you can't draw a line of fire to him, period. Um, but even if he does eventually get hit, even if you destroy all his sniper nests and you... Damage is going to be done. Uh, yeah, for, for, <laughs> by that point he's dealt his damage, but then the rest of his dial is pretty solid. He's got sidestep, um, regular RCE, then a couple clicks of uh, running shot psychic blast. Which are at the magic four and five clicks in, or three and four clicks Yeah, in. which is what you're most likely to get hit onto. And then his last two clicks, he has seven clicks total, his last two are... Stealth with 5 movement, a 0 attack, and a 16 um, regen, which is interesting. Um, I like this guy quite a bit. I think I he has potential. He's nuts. Um, I, I, he's, he's up there with the with the Shield Mastermind guy for me in yeah, this set. Yeah, he's nuts. Steve Rogers is the alter ego. He's 65 points, past Soldier Spy. Um, again, really wish he had freaking Avengers keyword. Um, starts off with Stealth, Precision Strike. He has no range, by the way. Stealth, Precision Strike, Toughness, and a special damage power of Outwit and Shape Change, which is pretty good. And uh, he doesn't get his Alter Ego click until his last three clicks. He has five total. So the first two clicks, he's going to be Stealth, and I guess being an Outwit piece for you is what I would mainly use him for. And then if they do come up to base him, he's got, you know, Precision Strike. Wait, his Alter Ego lets him make an attack afterwards? And then, yeah. And then uh, his uh, alter ego, he gets on his last three. I just noticed that. Give him a power action, deals no pushing damage, same as most alter egos. Replace him with 001 cap on its orange starting line. When you do, the replaced character may make a close or ranged combat attack as a free action, and this power can't be countered. So let's see what clicks he would come in. He starts with his ability. He would start on running shot. 
the special um, shield throw thing and RCE. Now, what does it give him? Just a normal attack? Just a normal attack. So he can but, at least do a shield bounce. Though. Yeah. Yeah, he can do a shield bounce. I like that. That's pretty cool. He's pretty sick, man. And then, uh, yeah, the outweigh shape changes. This set's so good. It really is. Um, next up is Brock Rumlow. <laughs> oh, God. Who I got a hold of. He's not a bad dial. I know. He's not. The but... thing about his dial is that he, he has no traits or special powers. Um, he has shield six range, two bolts. He's a sharpshooter. Yeah, sharpshooter, indom, 105 points, shield, soldier, strike team. The thing about his dial, it reminds me a lot of a Punisher dial, is that at any point on any click, he has a good either melee or ranged option mm-hmm. at all times. He either, he either has, on his first three clicks, he has a psychic blast or CCE, and then on his last three clicks, he has blades or RCE. And then he always has, and then he's got stealth, running shot, charge, flurry. He has mediocre values as far as, well, I guess it, the 11 attack is really nice, but he gets 10s and then the last three clicks are 9, but again, you're having flurry on those. This is what we should have got crossbones dials like. Yeah, this is this feels like, well, it is crossbones. I, mean, I know, but I mean, like this is how we should have got the dials in yeah. IIM. Instead, we got like the alternating range, the melee, the range, the melee, which was weird. I, I I like the dial. I, I don't think it's meta worthy or anything, but I like the it's dial. It's a nice vanilla dial. I think this would be a good Punisher style. You know, this is how I want my Punisher dial to look like. Um, Maria Hill is number 11. Shield, 6 range, 1 bolt, 60 points. Shield and spy keywords. I really like this piece. <coughs> First couple clicks are really interesting. Sidestep and willpower, and special damage power. Once per turn, Maria can use outwit... When she does, she can be given a power action instead of a free action to count range and draw lines of fire from an opposing character. And it doesn't say that opposing character has to be within so many squares or within line or of, line line of fire. fire. So you can outwit your opponent's Iron Pharaoh or you know Phantomex or somebody who's across the map giving you trouble. You can outwit them using that. I like that. It's insanely cool and pretty cool, man. Or or. If they're playing split lip, you can outwit split lip some free action yep. pickup thing yeah. through somebody else or there's, something like there's that. There's some fun stuff with her. I re- this is honestly like, I know like some of the other pieces are really, really good. This is actually a piece that I'm excited to play though because it is, it's got so many fun potentials and it's a wrench in the gears piece. People that don't expect it are going to get slammed with it. Number 12, Captain America. He's really cool. I saw a sculpt. It's like an old school Howling Commandos, um, as we see by the keywords. Uh, he has zero range. But he has two bolts, and you'll be like, well, what the hell? That doesn't make any sense. Well, you'll understand here in just a moment. He's 135 points, which is a little more expensive end on the caps, but I think he's pretty much worth it once you see the whole dial. Yeah. Uh, celebrity, Howling Commandos, Past, and Soldier Keywords. Um, let's do the trait first. The shield is more than a symbol. At the beginning of your turn, if Cap has no action tokens, place the shield token on his card if he doesn't have one already. When Cap has a shield token on his card, he can use energy shield deflection, running shot, and has a range of six. So that's where you care about the two bolts in the six range. Uh, when Cap has a shield token, or sorry, I already read that part. After he makes a ranged attack, remove the shield token unless the attack was a hit. And the attack roll was doubles. So if he rolled dubs and hit, so if he, yeah, if he if he rolled doubles, he gets the shield the shield returned to him basically. If he doesn't, then he's going to lose the shield until he has no tokens, and then he gets the shield back. So it's flavorful, but also pretty good. Having ESD and running shot, 
This is basically an updated version of Peanut Cap. Yeah. It's basically mm-hmm. you, mean e. you said uh, ESD. No, he gets he gets ESD. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like on his dog because he has energy explosion. No, I meant from the trait. When he has his shield, he gets ESD, running shot, and six range with two bolts. And then, yeah, he has um, energy explosion on his dial. So he has... It, think about this. Top click, he's going to have a shield because he just started the game. He's got charge, running shot because of the shield. 19. 11 attack, in, uh, energy explosion, six range, two bolts. And then a 17 toughness with Indom and the energy shield on top of that. So he's got a really sick, and then the special damage power, leadership, and perplex. And when he uses leadership, adjacent friendlies are considered to have a lower point value if they share a keyword. So Ooh, on your soldier no team, yeah, if they share a keyword with Captain America, so he's got a perplex on top of that. I, I like the dial actually, honestly, having the both forms of move and attack. I for one am happy to have more celebrity keyword people. Energy explosion, um, and then that's for the first two clicks. Next two clicks are Charge Quake with the special. Still have a, he has 17 plus reflexes and energy shield yeah, if you guys, have the, yeah. the shield. And then Leadership and Perplex. And then the last three clicks are Leap Climb, Running Shot if you have the shield, of course, with um, Precision Strike, Reflexes, and Outwit. And then his very last click, he has Regeneration. I like the dial. It's expensive. Yeah, but it's a cool one and a I, fun one. Yeah, I think if you play it well, pace it well, depending on what happens with your shield and you make good decisions, you, do, you make good decisions depending on what happens with your shield, I think you'll well get your points out of this guy. Yeah. And I think, it, it, again, more Howling Commandos pieces are always welcome. And Celebrity, that's a that's a keyword that needs more love, too. Yeah, they really haven't been... Especially in the heavy points department. Yeah, like that's that. what... Because usually alter egos are the ones that are... Mm-hmm. Um, this is the chase of the um, hobby, set. hobby set. It's Cap and Winter. Uh, sorry, Cap and Black Widow. Uh, Avengers Initiative and Shield team abilities. Six range, two bolts, one hundred and thirty. And Avengers. This one does actually have the Avengers keyword. Avengers Shield Soldier Spy. They have traded stealth, improved movement characters, and then top dial they have sidestep. 11 attack with precision strike and duo attack. And then they they have 18 toughness with Indom and a 3 damage with a special damage power. When they use duo attack, they may target more than one character with the ranged attack. Remember, they have 2 bolts with 6 range and 11 attack precision strike. And they ignore damage modifiers from duo, so they don't take the negative one. So you pop 2 characters, 1 for 2, 1 for 1. You pop two more characters, one for two, one for one. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And that precision strike, the two bolts and the precision strike and the three damage to dish out is awesome. Yeah, that's a great Because, combo. oh, you have um, reflexes and you have invulnerability. Okay, you take one. Precision strike makes you take one. You with the reflexes, you take the two since you're going to eat the whole two. And then let's do it again. Yep. Like, I, I love precision strike and especially with two bolts, with multiple bolts. I, I, I like this piece a little bit. I um, really do. and I, it's, I, a, it's a little expensive, but it has potential full dial. Mid dial, it has the running shot energy explosion, energy shield, and perplex. It, they do lose the duo attack on that. But what greatness do they get down dial? Huh? <coughs> but they do give you... Even though you just lost the duo attack thing, at least you have a hard-hitting energy explosion. Oh, yeah. You have a perplex and a double-bolt energy explosion with uh, three damage and, and running shot and good solid range defenses. Because you can't use energy explosion with duo attack anyways. 
We'll see what's kind of cool about that though is the way the dial's set up there. They have traded stealth, but since they have ESD with an 18 and a 17, you won't feel so bad about running them out of stealth to get them into position. Yeah. Yeah, you can take the risk, basically. Late dial, they have uh, charge. They And if you notice, if you look at these values, these are some good defense values. Oh, yeah, those are some damn good. There's defense. three separate clicks of 18s, and two of them have either energy shield or uh, reflexes on them. And then the special attack power is ridiculous. <clears throat> charge, and then um, they can use, or when they use their duo attack, they can use end cap instead of one of the attacks. And they have that at the same time, they have their damage power, too, for those three clicks. So they can multi-bolt end cap for both duo attacks. Well, just one. It says instead of one of oh, the Oh, I'm attacks. sorry. Multi-bolt end cap instead of one of the so, attacks. So, yeah, they can pop for damage and then end cap or vice versa. I like the piece. Um, yeah. Uh, it's I, w- I almost said finesse It's a little finesse but yes. I don't think that I don't think too much. This is a fun precision strike, and it's a fun duo attack piece. Like, I... This is a piece I want to play for the fun factor. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't think it has, like, super... Um, potential or anything but as far as meta wise but i think it's a, a fun and good piece to play now those were all of the hobby store dials and we're going to go over real quick the ones that you'll only be able to find the mass markets or the targets which there's some good ones in here. targets really the only place you can find the stuff yeah there are some good ones here as well and the, and the hobby store i mean the ones we just talked about there were a lot of good dials there we're opening up with a pretty good monster here actually <clears throat> number 13 is agent 13 which is sharon carter if you guys haven't read winter soldier Ooh, no uh no it's in the book. i know i'm just kidding um shield team ability five range one bolt 55 points shield and spy keywords plasticity 17 plus reflexes and shape change that's annoying and then a special trait. If she's part of a theme team, during your first turn, choose a keyword. Each opposing character with the keyword can't be given more than one free oh action per my. turn. That's nice. I know, right? <laughs> um, and another another annoying keyword, or another annoying click. You push her, she goes on to still plasticity, still reflexes, but you drop one defense with a 16 plus reflexes and shape change. And a special attack power. Adjacent opposing characters can't use defense powers. <laughs> what? That's nice. And that's even better than like Malekith. Because it's not once they're hit or anything like that. You just straight up can't use it. And them. it costs about 150 points less. Yeah. That's about <laughs> yeah. actually less than that. It's like 160 you, points you less. Com- <laughs> you combine her with a good like flying melee piece or something. Fly her in there and just smash her. Because they, that's not keyword restricted. Unlike her trait, which requires her to be on a theme team, that attack ability, you could run her with a freaking Superman, charge carrier, drop her on the ground, and punch somebody, and they won't have a defense power when you do it. That's so silly. Last three clicks, she she keeps the attack, the, the no defense powers for most of her dial, but she gets sidestep, and then uh, she ditches shape change, but she gets perplexed. I like it. I do too. For that's, 55 points, it's a damn good support. I think it's pretty solid. And shield TA. That's, that's some tie-up right there, buddy. Agent Sitwell's number 14, and again, shield team ability like everybody else, 6 range, 1 bolt, 60 points, shield and spy. A special trait, adjacent friendlies can use sidestep, that is nutso. Hey Lex Luthor. A special movement ability, which actually is not listed here, I wonder if that may be what the trait... Oh, that's possible. I bet it's a mix up, I bet that the, uh, I bet that the special movement ability is adjacent friendlies can use sidestep, I yeah. bet it's not a trait. Yeah. 
uh, 17 reflexes, and then a special damage power. Whatever my team needs. Sitwell can use Perplex. She can be given a power action instead of a free action to use Perp. When he does, he targets all adjacent friendlies that share a keyword with him to modify the same oh, value except damage. This, huh? Well, this is like... Gimli. Salak or Gimli, yeah. Or somebody like that where you're... Oh, all... First of all, on shield teams, you have a ton of pieces usually yeah. anyways. Especially if you do the little mob team like Austin and I were just talking about. So, oh, I have six team uh, people on my 300-point shield team. Let's give them all plus one defense uh, just real quick. That's pretty nice. And then he uh, he gets regular perplex later dial. He picks up willpower. He picks up precision strike and stealth. I like that. That's, a, that's nuts, dude. That, that perplex plus the given everybody sidestep is pretty damn good. Not to it's, mention, like, everyone in this set has, like, ESD in combat reflexes. And see, and what's good about the sidestep, too, is that shield, shield group teams like that, it allows you to move more pieces in a turn a little bit at least if you can't give them actions because you're out of action total. What's MM? Mass market. I was asking if we were going to go over oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, 15 is Nick Fury. I like this Nick Fury a lot, actually. And I've been wanting a new Nick Fury. Yeah. And this guy does have Avengers, thank God. Um, shield team ability, 6 range, 1 bolt, 98 points. Avengers and shield, soldier and spy. First of all, let's go over, yet again, another theme team trait. If he's part of a theme team at the beginning of the game... You may place your opponent's what objects. What the fuck? Gamma bomb. All of a sudden, you're on your opponent's side of the map. <laughs> Let me tell you something else, and we'll get into this next week. Relics are about to become way more important oh, and yeah. way more played than they are now. Yeah. When they do, this guy's stock rises a whole lot. You get to take your opponent's objects, <laughs> take your opponent's relics, and bye, place them next bye, to you. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, what's that? All of a sudden, your ring is on my side of the map for 98 points. He has running shot, precision strike, with an 11 attack and 3 damage. Uh, on that 3 damage, he has leadership. Adjacent friendlies are considered a lower point value if they share a keyword with them. Avengers. And then he has mastermind on top of that. And indom full dial, of course. Um, I like it quite a bit. The, the, the top two clicks are nice. Then he clicks on the sidestep. With either Precision Strike or Psychic Blast. with re- Damn, Side Blast on Nick Fury? With Reflexes and Exploit Weakness. Oh, double choices. And then last clicks, he gets Stealth. He gets... Oh, by the way, he has a Stop Click on his yeah. fifth click. The Stop Click has Stealth, Nine Attack, Psychic Blast, a Stop Click of Reflexes, and then... It's uh, just a can't be ignored. And the, yeah, and the Stop Click can't be Pulse Waved, basically. It can't be ignored. And then after that, he gets a uh, another click of Stealth, Psychic Blast, Reflexes, Exploit Weakness. I love this dude. A dude, for it's 98 nuts. points, he's awesome. And it's another one of those pieces that, once again, you sit him down on your side of the field and your opponent doesn't know what you're doing. All of a sudden, you have all their relics on your side of the board. Oh, that's a nice Black Witch you're playing there with three relics on the board. <laughs> Oh, Empress was going to pick up her eye first turn? Yeah, I'll take that over here. Oh, that Gamma Bomb's looking pretty good up Nick Fury's, or up uh, your opponent's ass. <laughs> uh, another Winter Soldier is in the target set. He's pretty cool, too. I like the thematicness of this one. Six range, 125 points. Assassin, no team ability. Assassin, Pass, Soldier, Spy. Same keywords as the last one. And he also has a trait. Give an adjacent character a power action. 
to modify Winter Soldier's attack or damage by plus one or negative one. This modifier lasts until this trait is used again, or there are no friendly characters on the map. So, at first you're like, plus one, negative one, why would you want to do that? Because opponents can do it. Correct. It doesn't say adjacent friendly. It says an adjacent character. And also, you're like, a power action to give me plus one attack? That sucks. Yeah, but it says it lasts until it's used again. So you don't have to keep perping at each attack, or each turn. At the beginning of the game, have one of your little shield minions pop this guy plus one attack, and now for the rest of the game, he's plus one. What about them, uh, what are they called, the token things that people run a lot of? Oh, you mean those three-point bystanders that can do whatever? (laughs) All of a sudden, this little little tourist with a camera is like, plus one damage to Winter Soldier. (laughs) So, yeah, when I first saw this guy, I was like, oh, so it's 128 points of a 12 attack for the rest of the game, because that's pretty much what I'm going to do when I play this guy. 12 attack, Hunter, why not a 14? Well, you can only do... Oh, you, until you use it again. Yeah, gotcha. you okay. use it again, it'll reset. Okay, not as good as I thought it was, but still pretty damn good. <laughs> I, don't I thought it was redonkulous. I don't I know like, why I made print that awesome. I was like, man, I really want to get like three horde tokens and just bump the shit out. That would be the dumbest figure ever. Welcome <laughs> to the new metagame where Cat or, or Winter Soldier... It wouldn't be the first time they printed something stupid. Um, no Indom on this guy. Uh, he, he has a good solid dial, though. Running shot, precision strike, invul for two clicks... Charge and blades and special damage of outwit only to counter attack and damage powers of adjacent characters. When he does, he does not need line of fire and can use the countered power until his next turn. I love the thematicness of that. Like, that is awesome. Um, And that's blades on top of that. So you come in next to him, he can outwit you, take your impervious for himself, blades you while he's at it. And uh, then the last couple of clicks, he picks up Flurry. He's got a long dial. What is that, seven clicks? Yeah. With a lot of invul or toughness for almost all of it. And then the two clicks, he has reflexes. He has 17. So plus two is a 19. You know what makes me sad? A 19 though? reflexes mid-dial is fucking dumb. That is stupid. Especially if you had your... Or never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, my only upset with these Winter Soldiers is that in the starter set, for instance, we get KGB spies and soldiers. I'm so mad we didn't get a KGB keyword. I was really hoping they'd do that as like a proper keyword. And then the chase from the mass markets is Cap and Bucky Duo, baby. I'm so glad we got it. It's one. the old school one. Uh, six range, two bolt, 175 points. Celebrity Howling Commandos, Past and Soldier. They prove targeting, hindering, and characters. No, well, they just don't give a damn. Traded Energy Shield, Super Senses, and Toughness. That, oh, dear what? God! I thought I was like, man, why are they 175 points? <laughs> They've got traded energy shield, super senses, and toughness. We're gonna uh, have to be putting some Sharon Carter's next to that asshole. Ten movement, <laughs> running shot, duo attack with an 11 attack and a special attack power. When they use duo, they can use psychic blast instead of one of their attacks. God, you know what I just realized? They have trade ESD and they started on an 18 defense. Yeah, they have a naked 18, but you got to think that's an 18 with energy shield, super senses, and toughness. That's not very naked, huh? <laughs> and a special damage power, leadership, friendly characters within 8 that share a keyword can use willpower. What in the fuck? Howling <laughs> Commandos confirmed for meta 2015. <laughs> soldier, I mean, soldier keyword. Oh, yeah. This is a fucking chase right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, man. It, that, that's the first two clicks. Then he does pick up willpower for mid dial. Um, with sidestep, precision strike, willpower, and outwit with solid values. And then the last two clicks are charge, blades, exploit. 
Dude, uh, I would run the Batman cowl on this guy in a heartbeat with freaking utility belt. Give him a Zindom. Give him stealth. Oh, he's man. He's pretty expensive. The, 175 is a lot, but you play them right, I think you get your points out of them. I agree. I think they're pretty solid and, and a good, fun-to-play piece. Um, they're a good uh, flagship piece for a team because with that leadership power. Especially. That leadership power is nuts. So, all in all, set's awesome. It's amazing. It, it's I'm very happy with these movie sets. So let me they, uh, oh, go ahead. Do they have a different company doing these dials? No, 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 no. The way the movie sets work is the movie studios ship them out a premise, kind of, without spoiling things for the movie, really. Okay. And they give them a bunch of pages, and they sit down with them, and they make the figures from that. All right. So, um, they don't necessarily match the movie word for word. It's why we got some really weird-ass Killians in the Iron Man 3 set that didn't match. Um, it's why we got some weird mandarins. Yeah. Um, but overall, it, they they still make the dials and everything. It's just, I think they kind of, I don't want to say they power push these sets, but they always put some really niche pieces in here that are really good. Yeah. And I, I really like that. I think a couple of these guys have hella potential. The oh, Mastermind yeah. guys and the especially the Winter Soldier, the Winter Soldier with the Sniper nuts. Nest is going to be really You know who fun. that master, what team that Mastermind asshole is going on? My freaking War Machine Prime team. Oh god! Don't give the people out there these ideas. <laughs> um, Only I love don't, don't play that team. By the way, only <laughs> assholes play that team. I love uh, I love the set overall. I haven't seen all of the sculpts. The ones I have seen and the ones that I have they did a really good job. Are pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not the I best, mean, but they're not the worst. They're pretty solid overall. They are typically just guys standing with guns, but I mean, like, I really want that Cap and Bucky, but I'm honestly gonna wait until you know. That was me dropping a bottle, sorry. <laughs> it, it dies down after... Because, you know, when these sets come out, there's always a fucking rush Yeah, from people to go get them. The only problem, though, is the mass market chases do hold their value really yeah, well. Yeah, the, the target, yeah. the bucket cap will, and I'll have one, so... Um, I think, though, we're all getting excited for the wrong reasons for this set, because we got a pirate keyword. I just want to point this out again. Do you know how awesome that is? So we- Mage Knight 2 confirmed! <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of people were joking about the fact that this probably hints to pirate Deadpool in the Deadpool set yeah, it's or a pirate thing. That's what I said they should do the chases of a pirate and a, and a yeah. zombie and a, just a, a bunch I st- of... I the really hope mechanic. they do Blackbeard thing in that set so bad. Uh, let's move into community. Uh, community question this week was, what video game uh, set would you make a starter kit for? In the same vein that they did the Dota 2 where it's like, you can you can make your figures. You can make a special scenario. You can make a cool map. Like Dota had a different size map, a really cool map. Actually, it's actually an amazing oh, map. I mean, I forgot you had that. I need to borrow that <laughs> um, map and try that map. Play out. some fun events with it too. But uh, if you could make a a starter set based on a game like that, what game would you use? And what would you guys say you would like? to I do? said XCOM because I talked about it before on the podcast. XCOM fits the vein of HeroClix. Um, the way it's set up and everything, and the characters are really cool. They have some interesting powers. It's a very tactical game, but with a starter set, you can do special scenario rules. You can have unique maps, all kinds of stuff. Like there's just a lot of potential out of it. Um, Drewster, what do you think? South Park, the Stick of Truth. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I'd kill for a Cartman click. It'd be. You gotta play that game if you haven't, because it's... I'm waiting for its price to drop, though. 
It's worth the $60. It is worth I know it's worth it. No, it's you just, don't, because you're not going to buy it at $60, so you don't think it's worth the $60. <laughs> so why don't you just do true. yourself a favor and stop sounding condescending? I don't know. All, all the reviews are coming back saying it's pretty short for a $60 game. So It is short, but it's still got a lot of immersion, and it's still really good. I'm not saying That's it's a bad said. game. There you go. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, hey, we might have short games around here, my, but we make them last a long time. Mine was... <laughs> Mine was TF2, as we've said before. Um, TF2 starter would be great. And I did custom dials. I don't know if you guys got to look at my custom. Yeah, I took a light on. They're pretty cool. Um, but uh, it took me all freaking day to make the that full freaking set of all of them. Did you see what I said about TF2 and what I wanted? I want to see TF2 with Morph, so that way they swap weapons. I thought about doing that, but it was too hard. It would be... it Realistically, I don't think you could do it. Like, even if I wanted to custom make these... I just don't think it'd just be too much trouble. Um, so what I ended up doing was giving them powers that represent certain But the requirement, things. though, well, I guess it's a starter set, so it wouldn't work as well. If they did, like, a CTD of TF2, though, I'd want to see them randomize hats on the figures. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Um, as far as from you guys, we got, a, of course, a wide variety. There were a couple people said Mega Man. Oh, yeah. Um, let me see if there are any other. Uh, a couple people said TF2. Borderlands was actually one I saw a decent amount of people Borderlands. say. Borderlands. Classic Bioshock, yeah. too. Um, I'm trying to see if there's one. Uh, Mass Effect, a lot of people, like four or five people said Mass Effect. Other than that, it's... Injustice set! I want, I want one so bad. Other than hey, that, why don't you just go play with the characters from Injustice? Because, because they have such cool costumes. Uh, wow. did you do? Anyway, right. moving into dial design. That's right, we're getting away from that. Dial design, we had. Um, this is the week where the entrance will grade their own, or sorry, the month where entrance will grade their own dials. Um, we have received scores from most of you guys. You still have for the rest of tonight and tomorrow to do them, so no rush. But um, send me your dials before the. In the, basically before Monday, so I can get the uh, the grades posted. The assignment for anybody curious was uh, since it was St. Patrick's week, I wanted to do you know a St. Patrick's style thing. So I said, get any, drunk and make a dial. That that too. <laughs> that was that was an unspoken requirement. Um, but uh, just anybody who has always been had a green costume. I thought you were going to require him to make the Lucky Charms guy. You know, after like twenty seven. Of Lucky Charms, guys. <laughs> Can you imagine that dial? Though it'd be all green, except the attack powers would vary between the rest of the colors. Um, a lot of um, da, 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 da. best build. No news for best build. Um, we had a couple questions. I'm gonna look up. A bunch of you guys were were sending me messages saying, "Hey, that Star Sapphire is in fact modern." I know. I, I saw that that the night after we did the podcast, I was like, "I was right." Austin was wrong, son of a bitch. Of course. And anytime Hunter's right, not wrong, it gets rubbed in my face. That's so right. thanks a lot, assholes. Uh, we're all about rubbing <laughs> stuff in Austin's face. Um, there was a good question that somebody posted the other. Oh yeah, here we go uh, from Jamie Lovett on Twitter. Uh, post Superman Legion of Superheroes set. If you guys were to redo your DC theme team uh, essentials episode, would Legion of Superheroes or Legion of Doom make the cut? And if so, what would your picks be? Oh God! I said Legion of Doom wouldn't just because it doesn't have yeah. enough keyword people. But I said Legion of Superheroes would be. And let me see if I can find the list of people that I sent them. I can agree to that, but even to a point though, I'm kind of. I don't know if Losh carries its own weight in regards to the whole variety of pieces it has. There is. I. I well, let me list my characters and see okay. what you think. 
because I, I was able to come up with a good a good number of really good figures actually. Uh, just from Slosh, I had Polar Boy, Cosmic Boy, Monel Prime, Phantom Girl, Shadow Lass, and Tillis, and Gates. If you're gonna, if you, you need a Gates, if you're gonna play Slosh, if you're gonna play Legion of Superheroes, so you got that was what seven or eight really good figures. Superman Zero Ten uh, Supergirl is a great piece. Does she have Slosh? Yeah, she has Legion of Superheroes. Oh, okay, then never mind. Crisis Dawnstar. Still the best Don Star yeah. and Karate Kid from Crisis, which oh, is a really good figure. Karate I think with all those, and there were a few other, the Superman from the Superman Fast Forces, who is pretty solid for his points. He has a keyword too. I think you have enough. I mean, you have a yeah, dozen. I can see what you're saying. You have a dozen really good, you know, keyword figures. I think that would be my list if anybody's interested in picking up more Legion. However, so, Legion of Doom, it doesn't have enough yet to say. Yeah, I agree. It, it has like ten or less. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to pick those up. Besides the slosh ones, the only the ones that I listed that are older than that, uh, Superman, Supergirl, she's from the main set. She'll be really cheap. She'll be a, a dollar or two. And then Crisis Donsard and Crisis Karate Kid are also really good, and they'll only be three or four bucks. Yeah, they're not that. Uh... They they are great. Karate Kid is one of my Karate favorite. Karate Kid's pieces. amazing. He's so good, especially with hammers. Austin knows. We'll all talk about, about him here in the corner. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of Karate Kid, and I'm tired of hammers on I Karate, gave Karate Kid. Kid. And I'm just like. Argh! I gave Karate Kid Anger's Hammer one week, and he just literally single. I had that bastard on his last click. He never died all week. <laughs> it was bullshit. All that whole turn. Hunter, would you like to talk about Karate Kid? You shut your mouth, Drewster. <laughs> um, YouTube wise, I have the best build matches up. If you haven't seen them, they're really funny, especially me and Austin's match. Um, oh man, I watched that and I was laughing the whole time. As I said, I'll have a Winter Soldier starter review coming up this week. And then I also have a well, I have two videos in progress of um, editing Silver Centurion rules video and Phoenix Force rules video. Two highly um, requested videos from you guys. Um, to do comics wise, so Drew and I went to Indie Comic Con today. Con. And we had a, we had a lot of fun. It was our first Comic Con. We go to Gen Con all the time, but Comic Con's yeah. different. Um, it was small. This is the first year Indies ever had one. Yeah. And um, while it is like an official Comic-Con, it still is, of course, small because it's the first year they're doing it. So they're kind of testing the waters, basically. Um, there were a couple big names there, George Perez being the main one, of course. And then other than that, there were... Esad Ribic w- was supposed to be there. That's really the main reason I wanted to go, and I was really bummed. Yeah, the artist from Thor God of Thunder... Um, he was supposed to be there, backed out about a month or two ago. There were a couple guys, covers and everything. Tony Bedard, who does like the four worst New Fifty Two books. I noticed that we he were was... making jokes about it <laughs> right below, like right near him. He was there. Um, a couple other guys. One of the old famous Archie artists was there. I can't remember his name. Um... Troy Brownfield, who's actually a personal friend and a teacher of my fiance, uh, one of her college professors. Um, he's a real nice guy. He's an artist and writer on um, some old Batman stuff and on Grim Fairy Tales books, if anybody reads that. I mean, that's not our cup of tea, but I know that those are kind of popular. Um, he does some work on those. He's a good friend, a really nice guy, and uh, it was nice to see him. But the place was at the same place that they have Gen Con, mm-hmm. except right. only one, about a fourth of the convention center was was yeah r- was used and there was almost as many people as Jim Con. It was actually the place we played Hero Clicks at, but it was also the place that there was 
for scale, there were the war games, there was Hero Clicks, mm-hmm. and there was um, Magic. It was half the people of Gen Con, but it was one fourth of the size. Yeah. So it was like twice as busy. You know what I mean? The news was reporting that they had a capacity of 500 people, and within the first hour, they had over 5,000 in line. It was packed as a <laughs> motherfucker when we first got there. Like, it was nuts to butts the whole time. It was packed time. more than Drew's bedroom on a Friday night? Exactly. It was like <laughs> Phil, Phil came, he left early because it was just so nuts to butts in there. It was terrible. But we did find some good books. I bought the first issue ever of Hellboy, found it at 9.8, and got it for $175, which is a good deal. I desperately looked for Hellblazer number one. Yeah, we could not find much Hellblazer for Drewster. Yeah. I felt bad. Um, we found we got some good deals on some The Hellblazer I did find, I had to like go through like an old lady almost took me out so her kid could get Halo comics. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, we found some good deals on hardcovers and trades, though. And uh, yeah. then we spent the last two and a half hours waiting oh in line for George Perez because I have... new. Everybody knows, especially if you listen for a long time, I'm a huge Teen Titans fan. Really? And especially new Teen Titans. That was one of the series I grew up like loving and buying from the freaking uh, drugstore. And that was Wolfman Perez's run. And so Perez was like always my favorite artist growing up. And because um, the writing was pretty good in those books, but the art was really like the best thing about that series. And I went back about a year or so ago and I bought a 9.4 quality of the first uh, New Teen Titans number two, which is the first appearance of Destro, which is an important and expensive issue. And so I wanted, I was like, oh shit, Perez is going to be there. He's got to sign my Deathstroke. So we waited in line for two and a half or so hours and finally got up there. And he was also selling prints and stuff too. And uh, we, we each bought a few prints and had him sign them and it was nice to shake his hand. I wanted to get a picture and stuff. But we were the, it was the end of the day, and he looked tired of shit. Yeah, because and I just we, didn't want to bother him. We got up there, and we were literally two signatures away, and some guy literally pulls out the entire fucking run of Teen Titans that he did. He pulled out basically every new Teen Titans issue that exists, and he he had a stat. It was a, it was almost a hundred comics. It was I would say it might be over. And there was a guy, a few people in front of him. That also pulled out like fifty seven, and then had issues. him do sketches. Yeah, and and Perez was was taking twenty bucks doing sketches for people and signing them, which is cool too. But it was so goddamn. It took so long. It was ridiculous. And what's funny is Drew and I had just gotten in line. We'd been in line for about forty five minutes. We had moved like four people. And Ashley comes by my fiance who does cosplay now, and she is Taskmaster and actually had a really good costume, and. Um, if you guys don't know, Perez did the art for the first appearance ever, Taskmaster. And so Ashley's like, yeah, somebody, or Troy, because like I said, Troy Brownfield, writer, who it was, who's a friend of ours and uh, and did the uh, art for uh, a lot of books and was her college professor. She's like, yeah, Troy was telling me that Tas- that uh, George Perez did the first uh, Taskmaster and that he George Perez is a real nice guy and he said I should go talk to him. I was like, yeah, okay. Sure, you know, whatever. Yeah, George Perez is really going to stop and say hi to you. She's like, whatever. So she walks by, George Perez, real slow, and George stops her, stops drawing his sketch for this guy, 
and stops her and makes her come over and take a picture with him. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time, Ashley... No, those were literally the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Ashley just looking at me, smiling, like, yeah, I told you. I get to them, like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, you couldn't have took my book up there with you while you jumped? <laughs> we're standing in line for <laughs> two hours. Could you a copy of New Teen Titans? <laughs> and a... Rack gets you to the front of the line. This is bullshit. She was showing a decent amount of cleavage, more than her other costumes. My mom brought that up. She's like, I saw a picture, and I gotta say, she's like, Do they all dress like that at Comic Con? But Hunter, they do. They, they really do. do. Clearly, the pickup of the day. Yeah, the pickup of the day. So Hunter and I are going through. We're sw- we're going through the long boxes. They've got some trades. Hunter and I found. The Batman Judge Dread crossover Judgment on Gotham. And I said, Drew, if you do not buy this book, you'll regret it every day for the rest of your and life. And by God, he was right. <laughs> so in the lineup for George Perez, we read this gym of DC Comics. Jim is an understatement. <laughs> this is a classic. And it may sound like we're being facetious, but it really is entertaining. It's an enjoyable read. It's, it's entertaining. Oh. How would you know? Because I read it. <laughs> It's basically the the premise of it. If you guys don't have never read it or don't plan to, I don't blame you. But um, <laughs> the premise is actually, Drew will though. I will. Yeah, I'd, I read it in line, and Drew Drew read most of it too with me. And it Judge Death um, has this um, transporter transporter thing that lets him go to alternate timelines or whatever universes dimensions. Pops up in Gotham, and he just starts freaking <laughs> murdering. Everyone. Like group grotesque violence in this book just starts murdering people and he uh, the in half. yeah rips a hooker in half on the first <laughs> that page makes it worth it. it's like the fir- it's like the first panel two people having sex and judge death just rips a hooker yeah in no half. this is literally the first this is literally the first page <laughs> <laughs> and um, so batman's trying to stop him batman accidentally fight like chases him he uh Death drops the teleporter thing. Batman touches it and gets transported into to um, what's the city called? Uh, uh, Mega City One. Mega City One. So Judge Dread uh, and he meets um, Dread. Uh, what's his name? Matt. Oh fucking! Uh, oh, dang it! What is his name? It's two M's. Uh, mean Machine. Mean Machine. Mean Machine. Mean Machine's awesome. amazing. <laughs> he meets Mean Machine and uh, Judge wait a minute! Did they make a Mean Machine in Indie Clicks? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. So, I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking. So, um, Judge Dredd takes down Mean Machine and Batman, and Batman like will, willingly goes with them. And there's this awesome scene where Judge Dredd is interrogating Batman. And <laughs> anyways, they end up teaming up. What's the chick's name? Uh, Anderson. Anderson. Anderson, yeah. Anderson and Batman. She's work, in a lot of Dredd. Yeah, they work together to go back and to try to take down Judge Death. But there's so many yeah. amazing moments. So many amazing people getting ripped in half, you mean? Well, what's awesome and hilarious about this book is that they they um, use such grotesque nope. violence, but yet they they try so hard not to cuss in this book because I noticed that. they'll say it's a like nineties books. Yeah, they? they'll say all these gosh darn it and stuff like that, but yet the next panel is Judge Death ripping his claws through the entire body of somebody and through their head. There's an amazing scene at a concert where (laughs) the singer is being a singer and he's like, yo Gotham, and then fucking Judge Death gets on stage and starts singing and tearing people apart. (laughs) He rips the singer's head off and spikes (laughs) it on the the microphone microphone stand. (laughs) 
<laughs> and says, "What's up, Gotham?" <laughs> this book is priceless. It's uh, the best purchase. <laughs> it's I worth ever. every penny of five dollars. Oh, oh man! But uh, I, I love this book to death. <laughs> Uh, there's there's actually a lot of funny Batman crossover books yeah. that I've read. The Batman Predator books are actually not half bad. If you guys want to really? read them, yeah, I have them. They're not really? half, they're not half bad. The Batman Lobo books are awesome. If you uh, can uh, if you can get this book, I got it for five bucks, which is its cover price. We're so. gonna find it on Amazon and post a link at the end of the podcast. <laughs> it's amazing. It's pretty entertaining. If you, it's a short. Quick run. It's made by the guys who they actually worked on 2080. So, you know, read it. And if you guys don't read Judge Dredd, I just got into it myself personally. Once you guys had me watch the movie, and I really enjoyed the movie. I, I'm gonna. Have, have you read the IDW? Uh, that's what I was gonna bring up. I was gonna say that's a, a series that I plan on downloading. I can let you borrow my trade after. I finish. Oh, if you have trades, I'll I'll just do it that way. But that's a series that I hear a lot of good stuff about. And I'm really interested in trying. It's, so if you guys want a new book, um, give give IDW Judge Dredd a shot. And IDW uh, uh, Ninja Turtles is really good now, yeah. right now too. So check those two books out. Um, that's gonna be it for us today. And like I said, it, you guys may have 2014 PAC and rules questions. We'll be covering that next week, and hopefully we'll answer all of your questions. And that gives us time to also just fully research everything. Yeah. Let any variables that are right now being questioned by the rules ARBs be kind of sorted out over the week. And then that way next weekend we'll have hopefully all the answers and have a and good... Clarification. Yeah, have a good cast and, and be able to clear every, clarify everything for you guys. I think the changes are awesome. That's all I'm going to say. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, tons of awesome content. Every week you're going to get something. Like I said, I, I should have a Winter Soldier starter review coming up this week. And uh, Dial H for Hero Clicks on YouTube. Dial H for Hero Clicks, you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. And if you have any questions, comments, anything you want shared on the air or anything, uh, send us an email at dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com. Till next time, this is Hunter, Drew, and Austin. We'll see, see you guys yeah. next week.